0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello and welcome listeners to episode 47 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton and I'm joined by a man who last week went deep into the uh, drawer of the Australian Open as one of the most mature looking ball kids, renowned for his accurate ball work and instinctive towel passing to sweaty players and officials, it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, Robbie. Good, Robbie. What, that mature bald work? Yeah, mature ball... Kids, bald kids, bald, bald kids. Oh, sorry, They're not bald. bald boys anymore. Oh, yeah, bald, yeah, bald, the bald, bald, bald. bald ball kids. Yeah. yeah, as in uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a great hairpiece you were wearing for it, you know, <laughs> to try and pass yourself off. Well, that's why I was sweating so much, and the players were sweating because yeah. it was a real rug I had on. A re- was it? Yes, yeah. real thick rug. Yeah. righty yeah, yeah, no, that, no, that's good. I um, I also enjoyed the fact that you uh, weren't actually the still the shortest ball kid out there as well. <laughs> Thanks, which mate. wasn't bad going. You oh. know, <laughs> well, You gave me a bit of extra height. You reckon? A, a little bit. A yeah. little bit. Yeah. 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 As short as the the ten uh, year old kids that are running around with the balls, you think? Well, no, but uh, but I think sometimes you do need that maturity there, you know, of uh, of when you're passing, you know, when you got to hold that ball up and then you got to go and grab that sweaty towel, you well, know. Well, you know, it is about it is about leadership. You know, who, shit, leadership right. and showing leadership to the ball kids. No, you get that one. I'll get the next one. Right, the one that's a little bit closer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. look, that one's in the sun. You can get that one. Do I'll you, stay in the shade. Do you reckon that um that if if put to the task, have you seen those times where the ball kids, you know, like there's a ball that's just flying past and they stick their hand up and catch it? Yeah. Do you reckon you'd have the reflexes of doing that, or is that something that they taught you at, at ball kid training? D- days have gone, mate. Of that, days reflexes, are gone. Reflexes—they're gone. I just hit me in the head, and I go, "What was that?". <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> but actually, there was a ball kid that fainted It was that hot Oh, no, yeah, really it Apparently it sort of went down I didn't see it But uh, we were out uh, getting, I don't know An ice cream or something for the kids And, yep. and yeah, it went down Sitting there eating the ice cream <laughs> in front of the ball <laughs> yeah, kid go, Oh, I could do it with a calippo right now <laughs> Would you like some? <laughs> <laughs> I told you to go and get that ball out there I'm Stop actually, lying down! I am really, really surprised that they actually have those kids out there in that heat for that. Like, I'm surprised they don't have a thing where they just got to change them over every half an hour. Oh, because they do. Is, they rotate them lots. They, There's yeah. a lot of rotation, and it, with the linesman as well. Yeah, right. Because it of the is, heat it is insane how hot it is out there. You know, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be a tennis player for quids. I mean, mind you, they get paid pretty well. But yeah, they you get, know, get a little bit of money. They do all right. They do all yeah. right with a bit of coin. Yeah, semi semi pro tennis player, A bit semi like yourself. The semi. How are you going with that talent That's thing, mate? Oh, mate. Yeah. So so I'm waiting. I'm waiting back. To get the uh, to get the script right. through, the you script. know, I thought yep. it was just a head, uh, topless headshot. No, no, no. So they want to use the voice. Oh, right? right. Yeah, yeah. So, so they they got the the headshot there as the the to put into the computer, so the animators have got something to work on. Right. But otherwise, from there, it's just yeah, they've they've given me a few things to record to put on there. So right. yeah, yeah, for, uh, for for spies in disguise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you gotta say the, the quick fox jumped over the brown fence or something like that. Uh, the brown dog. Brown dog jumped the, over the quick fox. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell my kids that the other day and I said, Oh that's a really interesting um, sentence because it's got all the letters of the alphabet in at once and Camille's going, No it doesn't. It's got O in there multiple times. I go yeah, you, yeah we, you're right. We worked out the other week. You're the numeracy expert. Now you're the, the bit of a literary guru, there, mate. I used to be so <laughs> good at things like that. You know, she's, um, she's a lot, lot smarter, mate. She, mate, you know, she's got the double the double intelligence genes. Two gotta, smart parents. I think I've got to go back to school. You know, <laughs> I think I go back to grade two and see if I can pick some stuff up. I often have nightmares about that. Right, going back to school, you know, like being back, back at uni, back to school. Yeah, Robbie, go back to school. Yeah, yeah, Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Billy Madison. Yeah, got the reference. Yes, Good. yeah, with the big penguin. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there's a movie we have both seen. What are you looking at, Swan? <laughs> Conditioner is better. Uh, don't start me. <laughs> I um, so I, I often have this recurring dream that I'm at high school. And, um, at, oh no, at, I'm at uni and I'm trying to study for chemistry, right. but I haven't done any study for chemistry. I've just let it go through the entire year. I haven't handed in my, uh, my, uh, assignments, haven't done any of the tests, haven't done any studying. It sounds and like ke- a true story, mate. Is well, it... no, chemistry was my best subject really? at school, okay. which was weird. Right. You know? yep. Um, but I feel like I've gotten to the end of the year. and I go, well, okay, even though I haven't studied, even if I fail this, They're not gonna stop me from being a vet. So at least I'll still be a vet (laughs) at the end of it. And it's like, holy crap you know, then I wake up in a in a fervent sweat i of sitting there going, Oh my goodness, I haven't prepared, I haven't done this right and then I think, Holy crap, I've got to do the podcast today and I haven't written anything for it, you know. (laughs) Sweatier than a couple of balls. Kids. Bald, bald kids. bald kids. Yes, yeah, yeah. We're tennis. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's your? Have you ever got a, like a go-to funny vet dreams I've got one that'll knock your socks off. Mate. Oh well, not not really a funny dream. But when Deb and I were f- uh, oh, we've been going out for a while. Yeah. Um, I was working up at Shepherd and at at uh, the horse king, the Golden Valley Equine Hospital. doing the yeah, okay. Work placement, and uh, and there were a lot of foals that were in. So right. we were sort of most of the day we we're sort of wrestling these foals to stomach tube them. Yeah. It drips on them and, yeah. and holding them and and that sort of thing to to, to manipulate them and uh, and yeah woke up uh, middle of the night Deb saying what are you doing and I was having a dream that she was a foal and I was wrestling her. Oh. <laughs> trying to hold her down going, oh my goodness I'm sorry I thought you were a foal. <laughs> well, uh, Guess what my funniest vet dreams about <laughs> Oh um, mate. So it was back when I was working out in Warrigal, yeah. right? Um and it was um and it was calving season. Yeah. So um so often having to deal with a lot of downer cows. You know? Yeah. And um cows that won't get up. Cows yeah, that won't get up, so you don't know. So they they um have their calf and they get a bit of paralysis or you know, they can be they can have uh, low calcium yeah. and that sort of low stuff. And down. Anything, yep. Um and uh, and sometimes they can go down if they've got a dislocated hip yes. as well. So um so <laughs> I Hang was on. so I was dreaming <laughs> Oh, oh is this I'm, PC, mate? This is very PC. Right. right? Okay. So I'm dreaming that I'm um. Uh, so when you're uh, when you're palpating to work out whether or not the cow's <laughs> got a dislocated hip, you have got to try and feel for the ilium, feel for the ischium, and you're trying to feel for where the femoral head is. Feel the bones. And, yet, and so, so, so I'm trying to find the find all those three points to work out where they are. And Christine what the hell are you doing? And I said I'm just checking to see whether or not the hip's dislocated. Said, Stop. Let go of my head. <laughs> So, I'm sitting, so I've am i got my head, hand on her head, palpating her head <laughs> as though her head's the femoral head. I'm trying to work out whether or not she's a cow it with a dislocated hip. certainly popped out. Yeah. It's definitely popped and out. And I said, well, that's all right, darling. At least I wasn't pretending I was preg testing, you know. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. Well, I had so, a vet, vet mate who, uh, who thought he was doing a, a cystocentesis on a cat with his girlfriend. Right. So for the, uh, for the, the listeners out there, a cystocentesis is where we take a sample of urine from the bladder with a yes. needle. Yes. And you really palpate to feel that you bladder. you got to hold onto that yeah. bladder. So yeah. you pass Through the, the abdominal bed. wall. Very, very safe, painless yeah. procedure to but do. But not when you're dreaming and you're in bed. No, no. <laughs> and it's your partner. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how was he like, so, so trying to grab hold of her Yeah, tummy really trying to... to squeeze her tummy to wow. find the bladder off. The <laughs> <cheek>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's, is that a common vet thing? It must be. Is it maybe any vets out there have had dreams? Yeah, get on to us. Send us in your vet dreams and yeah. vet students as well. Yes. We have vet students listening. Yes. So if you guys are having other, um, you know, strange and odd uh, experiences, send us through the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. This is a a free uh, at gmail.com. Um This is an open forum. We won't mention your names, and that's you well, we could translate them for you. Well, we could exactly be. It's a new it segment. Dreams. Dreams deciphered. It's at Two Vets talk, talk Pets. Dream we've. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to do uh, Dreams Can Come True. Sweet dreams are made of this. Yes, is that the one? Dan? There you go. You know, gee, a lot. Or if you've got any other dream songs
0: yes. that you want to try and talk about. Yes,
1: sing them in. Or if you dream of us reading out a question on the podcast. There you go. Send it in. Send it in and we'll read it out. We make dreams come true. We sure do, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. All right. All right, so speaking of dreams, yeah. you know, um ama- imagine that you were um you know uh, you woke up from a fever or your dog's woken up from a fever dream where they felt like they hadn't studied for their chemistry exam and they seemed a little bit stressed out. Lewis, can you think of anything they might be able to use? Oh, I know where you're going, here mate, zilkeen. There you go. Mild anxiety or phobia, maybe you just had just had a little Just oh I was gonna say some sort of dream there that's probably not suitable for this P G podcast. No, no So maybe a night nightmare. We'll say a nightmare, nightmare? yes. Yes. Nightmare, a little bit of Zilkeen. Support of the podcast. Yes. Um, you know how uh, does it work? Uh, so it comes as a capsule. Yep. And you can sprinkle it on the food. It's quite edible, it's quite tasty. Apparently. Very palatable. Yeah, One of our nurses at work's putting it on the on her cat's food. I was gonna th- cat What inc- you were gonna say? Her cereal. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Not on the cat's cereal either, <laughs> but on the cat's food. Um, and this is a cat that turns its nose up at a lot of food. Right. But it has actually uh it's taking the it likes the Zilkine. like a dream. Oh. Yeah, which is great. Great segue, mate. Yeah, perfect. And speaking of dreamy food. Yes. Prime 100. Yeah, absolutely. Prime 100. What have they got for us, mate? So, um, a, a huge range, Lewis, of uh, of single protein diets for dogs and cats. Um, dry foods, canned foods, wet foods, di- foods in rolls. Rolls the rolls, yes. Snacks uh, of, uh, of different uh, different meats. So, really, really good diets for if you've got dogs or cats with inflammatory diseases, skin problems, Itchy inflammatory skin, bowel disease, that sort allergy. of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, a huge range, have a talk to your vets and how Prime 100 may be able to work into your pet's itchy skin or gastrointestinal problem uh, treatment plan. Stop the podcast, Dr. Lewis here. And I have an important announcement for listeners of the podcast, especially any vets who are specialists or know of any internal medicine specialists. Our friend of the podcast, Dr. Clint Yilderman, has a rare job opportunity and he's looking for a fully qualified small animal internal medicine specialist with either European, American, or Australian board specialist qualifications. The job involves providing mobile specialist diagnostic services around Melbourne, Australia. So if you're overseas, it might be a great chance to come over and have a holiday the successful applicant will enjoy the benefits of excellent working conditions working from home allowing a flexible schedule an excellent work-life balance lower stress levels and also use of state-of-the-art modern mobile equipment and systems which are provided by dr clint allowing the applicant to deliver a professional service at the highest level also time off work and allowances are provided for further education If this sounds like you and you want more information, then hit up Insight Mobile Veterinary Diagnostics at InsightMVD.com.au or reply on email via Clint at InsightMVD.com.au. Most importantly, tell him that Two Vets Talk Pets sent, uh, sent you and then Dr. Clint will bake us another chocolate cake. All right, guys, on with the podcast. And also uh, hit us up on on Patreon, um, please. We we really appreciate the supporters we've got there. But if you like what we're doing and you want to put some money towards our new mixer that we're currently saving up for, yes, so that we can give you much more dulcet tones, yeah. And uh, you know John Law style potentially. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Velvety That's yeah. right. Oils um, ain't oils. And we can we can then go on and interview celebrity vets. Yes. There's another little hint, cliffhanger an- hint. An- another another hint. Just a, just a just a, a a taster or a sous-sant. Exactly. Of what what we might have in plan for exactly. 2019. So get on Patreon, uh, patreon.com Two vets Talk pets and uh, and come and uh, and and support us and and get us some new equipment, please. Yeah. Now now Lewis, speaking of uh, speaking of gear, you know, um, have, have you got any news about any animals that look like they might have been uh, on the gear at all? Funny you should say that, mate. Roger. Roger. The ripped kangaroo. Right, okay. Dies Dies, a bit unfortunate Oh, dies, yeah Jeez, that's brought it down And yeah. brought it down in a hurry Yeah, alright So, it dies at the kangaroo sanctuary In Alice Springs Aged 12 years old Right, okay I wonder if that's old for a kangaroo I don't really I was know just, I was just thinking that Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should have looked that, looked I'll, that I'll up I'll have a look at that While you're telling us about Roger Average lifespan of a kangaroo Yeah Roger, the buff kangaroo Yeah From the kangaroo sanctuary Alice Springs in the Northern Territory Has died at the age of 12 <coughs> The muscle-bound animal stood Two point now you like this mate. Three decimal places. Stood. (laughs) Two point zero zero seven meters. That's a tip to tail. That's very accurate. Two point seven seven? Yeah. Yeah. Two point zero zero seven. Double zero seven. 2.007. 2.007. Yeah. I, that's I, very accurate. Sounds like someone's uh, measured that in feet and then just put it into, you know, a Maybe. Uh, Yeah, into a converter. It'd be unfortunate if he trimmed a bit of the hair off his tail, wouldn't he It'd be 2.006. Yes, that's way too accurate for a, you know, for Def- this podcast anyway. Exactly. From tip to tail and weighed in at 89 kilograms. Well, that's pretty stacked. That's uh but he's 2 meters tall. That's pretty That's pretty, yeah, pretty. So so that was from from head to tail to tip tail. Tip to tail. Well, I mean, kangaroo's tail is pre- a tip. Where's his tip? We'd well, have to think the, the tip of tip. the tail's the end. From tip to tail. Well, this, from nose. Nose, yeah, to, nose to tail. I oh, think he's looking up in the air. Looking up in the air. Tip of his head. Just straight out. Top, straight out. Straight top. as at top. Top to tail. Top to so tail. Straight out like one of those rugs. Yes. <laughs> Which he might be now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you got that new yeah, kangaroo rug from that's that's when right I came it. in tonight. Rosie's very comfortable on <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> I did think it was a bit ripped. So, yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, Prime 100's got a real special on kangaroo meat at the moment. Yeah, There seems to have been a, a, a huge amount of single-protein kangaroo meat come down from the Alice Freeze. Sorry, mate, that's terrible. Oh, When, when, when I said ripped kangaroo, I didn't realise it meant ripped as in when you pulled the skin off, you ripped it. <laughs> oh, damn, anyway, mate. let's get away from there. He's certainly... Uh, so he's putting... Um, it was, uh, was a lot taller than the other kangaroos at the sanctuary. He's certainly come a long way since he was picked up as a tiny orphan Joey sitting on the side of the road beside his, his deceased mother back in 2006. Oh, right, there you go. Roger made headlines in 2015 when he was pictured crushing a metal bucket with his paws. Really? Yeah. So crushing it like a can. Yeah. Maybe we could do that for a, a bit of a. Would you, could you crush a bucket, you reckon? Um, yeah, I could crush one of those polystyrene <laughs> cups Plastic I, I could smash <laughs> that Smash cup. that On my forehead, mate Crash, <laughs> <laughs> Crush, crush, crush We could do that as like I wouldn't know. do that for polystyrene Because it's bad for the environment Oh yeah, that's bad true Bad for the environment Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paper Babe. cup Maybe a thin, uh, thin uh, tin can or something. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then we could recycle. Yeah, it. I could that, do that. that, that Very would be thin good in the environment. Yeah. Yes. Actually, speaking of the environment, do you see the guy on Facebook who's eating uh, on Instagram. He's a vet eating nothing but insects for a year. Really? Yeah. Wow. A sustainability challenge or something. Is, is he actually farming them, or is he just going and picking them up out from underneath the, his house? <laughs> like <is laughs> he's just just, lo- just on the windowsill. Just fucking yeah. <laughs> flies They're going Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, if I really want to buzz, I just spray him with some fly spray yeah. and I get him as they're as they're yeah, doing their break dance. Yeah, I think he's doing a sustainability project. Wow, righty, I don't know if it's a whole. You haven't really looked into it, but I saw him making a stir fry of or oh, cockroaches or something. It didn't look overly. No, it a bit. a bit of hairy sort of hair. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. nice. Not 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 great. To, um, it'd be the sort of thing I reckon you should start publicising that when you're at the ninth month, because then if you're starting at the start. And you get three weeks in and go, oh, man, I can't do this. Oh, yes. You're quite literally bitten off more than you can chew, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're better off pacing yourself, making sure, hang on, I've made it through nine months. I can do the last three before I then go and get, like, the biggest hamburger you've ever seen well, in your maybe, life. Well, maybe if you did three weeks, though, you could do enough that you just space it out to stop after three weeks. Right. And then for the next, you know, ten, hang on, you're the you're the mathematician. 11, 11 and a bit months, yeah. you could just replay the same video. Just just keep putting the same, yeah. the same posts same on. Same meal, yeah. yeah. This is breakfast. Just Again. change your shirts over. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do for our videos, isn't it? <laughs> um, so, Roger, uh, Sanctuary Manager Chris Barnes announced Roger's death on Facebook on Saturday. I think it was a few Saturdays ago. Actually, yeah, it's a very sad day here today. We've lost our beautiful boy Roger. Ten years ago, I built this sanctuary to house Roger and a couple of his wives. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah, wow, Ménage à trois. Well, yeah. I must say he's ripped. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That must bring in the the uh, the kangaroo ladies. The, the, I guess. Yeah, is that, well, that that's why they roll up there in uh, in Alicebury, Alice Springs? Is it? You yeah. know, maybe like, like, like Salt Lake City. What's a, what's a lady kangaroo called? Oh, that's a good question. A doe? A doe? A doe? Uh, I'm not a, sure. No. I built it so that they had a place to live. Roger was our alpha male. Oh, oh hello. Hang on a sec. Hot, hot button ju- topic. Let's just check the, the definition of dominance yeah. there. Between <laughs> two individuals, yeah, potentially. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah. For aggressive mates. submission. Mates? Mates, oh, yes. Oh, it may well be a true dominance uh, scenario there. There you go. All right. Um, and he grew up to be a kangaroo that people from all over the world have grown to love as much as we love him. Yeah, right. He was a big boy and very aggressive. He yep. said while showing off several scars. Right, this is Chris Barnes showing off scars. That's Roger. He said, pointing to one scar. That's Roger too. There are another six stitches on my groin. They're Roger. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, did you not learn the dominance fi- again? Did yeah. you not learn the first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave Roger alone. <laughs> stop play Give him tin cans to crush. Yeah. He doesn't like it. <laughs> and stop trying to hide him in your pants so he can try and get to him. <laughs> yeah. uh. Well, let's move on. <laughs> Basically, he's just a fighter. He said it's natural for an alpha male. He likes to see the threat go, so he'll always come out to confront you. If he grabs you, he doesn't let go. Right? Okay. He can't get out. You can't get out easily. It's a chokehold. Right. Oh, he's a wrestler. Gee whiz! He must have big opposable thumbs to be able to get you in a chokehold. Yeah. yeah. I Wonder yeah. how he go against the Rock. Oh rock yeah. Does a good chokehold. Wonder if he does a good eyelid raise like the Rock does as well. Oh yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Very. We talked about that, didn't we, a long time ago. As for a well-placed kicked, it can disembowel you. Right. Right. Which one of his scars th- was from that? Yeah, I guess that's the six inches in his <laughs> groin. Everything's <laughs> dropped out. I don't know. <laughs> is it disemboweling if you pop one of your testicles out or is that Ooh. just a, you know, I don't just think painful. they're re- just, painful. just painful. Just painful. Just painful. I don't yeah. think there's a term for it. No. Just very very painful. <laughs> There's no photo of that though. No, yeah. no, 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 no. it um, was fairly famous though, so Roger. He got a. Um, I saw um Chris Brown p- uh, posted a photo um with him on uh, on Instagram as yes. well. Yes. So yes, yeah. he did. He's I uh, he, uh, met him, I think. Yeah. I wonder if Chris got any scars? We should well, ask him. <laughs> Maybe he's got some scars he wants to show us. He, he may not have got close enough to it he to uh, possibly. To actually, <laughs> do it. yeah. He just held the can at a distance. Yeah. Here you go, Roger. <laughs> threw yeah. it over the fence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fetch. <laughs> yeah. Rogers fame spread as far as Japan! Where bla- plastic toys of the kangaroo in various poses were available from vending machines. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I would there love you go. To see that? If, if nice. you've got any listeners in Japan, I, I hope they're going to have big, uh, big openings to try and get those big, uh, get those big Roger little toys out. Yeah. You know, especially if they're ripped, because I mean, uh, we'll, we'll put the the link through to the post. He is a very muscly but kangaroo. He, he's definitely shredded for Stereosonic concert, M- mate. My no goodness doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, it is insane. Um. Now, uh, uh, uh FYI. Um, yep, so yep. the average. Um, or so a female kangaroo yes. is called a doe, a flyer, a doe. or a jill. A, right, a, a jill. jill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or um, a and, uh, and Male called a jack. A, a Jack or yeah, Jack and Jill. They went up the hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon? Um, and the uh, the average age. So, average age of a wild kangaroo tends to be less than ten years. Right. Although some kangaroo individuals in the wild have been known to get closer to twenty years. Ooh. Kangaroos generally live to about the age of twenty-three. When the kangaroo is in captivity, so I'm Ooh. worried that Roger maybe through all of those muscles he might have had some health issues. Like, he might have had some problems trying to pump his blood through all those. Heart. He well, may have ended up with some sort of cardiomyopathy or something, Lewis. Well, when you said health issues, maybe he's had some help, help getting that ripped. Maybe he's a, he's a little bit on the gear. Thing. He might be on the gear, and and yeah. And that's caused some heart issues. Might mm. have done, might have done. And then shrinked up his things that he tried kicking <laughs> out of his, uh... <laughs> he's got yours are bigger than mine, I'm going to rip those yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 These strange little peanut things that I used to have. It's um, all allegedly, all allegedly, shall allegedly we say, alleged. We're coming to a in a minute, and and, and, it's and, and and you know, and and rest his uh, rest in peace, Roger, and we and we respect your your legacy. And in no way we're saying Chris Barnes has his large down there. No, no, no not at all. No, not and at the all. Roger's small, but the one that's left after yeah, Roger's kicked one of yes, them out. Unfortunate, six inch scar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, All righty, mate, now, what now, do you got this week? I found
1: a very, very interesting article that um, I, I should have had pulled up, and I did have pulled up. Now, now, um, this is um, an interesting one about party goats. Woo, party. Yeah. So, um, dwarf goats becoming LA's biggest party animals. Whoa, 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 we're allowed to use the D word? What's that? Well, it shouldn't be dwarf. Short, short, yeah. No, no. These these are Nigerian stature. No, no. These are these are classified as Nigerian dwarf goats. Oh, so it's actual like a Nigerian Nigerian dwarf goats. Are they real? Well, they 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 have also sent me an email as well as the uh, (laughs) the the one offering me the sixty six hundred and twenty thousand dollars because one of their uh, princes is being held in uh, in customs. And he right, just, just the, needs your AQS bank account. Needs my bank account so that the dwarf goat can get the prints out and then he'll pay me back with interest. Fantastic. So, so I'm just waiting for the bank to give me the all clear on that so I can send my credit card details out. Yeah. yeah I've actually asked my production company in America to send, them <laughs> it, send him in advance. Yeah, them, yeah great. Good Which would be great. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. So, Nigerian dwarf goat. Yeah. Short stature. So, so chondrodysplastic goat? Uh, no, no, they they look like they are they are uh, fully formed but just diminutive goats, mini oh, goats, mini goat, mini goat. goat. They right call you. him mini goat. <laughs> um, so this is from from Reuters on the uh, on uh, uh, Huffington right. Spanky and Pippin are literally party animals in the Los Angeles nightclub scene. The Nigerian dwarf goats are professional party goers, bringing their special brand of magic <laughs> to city celebrations and starry soirées. So called goat mum scout Raskin, a lifelong animal lover and former child actor, set Whoa. up party goats. I should have actually looked to see what she, you know, see if she's got an IMDb yeah. page. Hang on, this isn't goat throwing, is it? Because that's not allowed. Not not You're goat n- throwing. Not allowed to throw goats. No, anymore. no, we, we understand that and that particularly is. Particularly dwarf goats. Dwarf goats, not allowed to be thrown. No, that's no, they're. Very non. They're, they're a, there is a provocative video that's currently Ooh. showing on my screen here <laughs> that is. I'm going very, it. very hard to, to, to not. You know, to concentrate on the words. I just want to show it to you because it is—it's um, quite interesting what these party goats get up to. Um, so, uh, one of the most popular interactions with goats at parties is to have them jump onto revelers' backs while they kneel on all fours. Oh no! Yes. Oh. So here we go. So let's oh, right see if we can get this through to oh, where we so want to be. Dressing up the goats. So, for so the here party. we go. So the goats come into the party. It's, it's kind of a lame-looking party. Yeah, there's, there's just some it's not chatter lot going there. On. You know, uh, yeah. she yeah. she's dressed her all oh up. Oh my goodness, what, she, a, she just, here we go! Oh, look at oh. That. Oh. oh, so it's like climbing the mountain on your back. Yes, so oh, so so. so just for, for listeners at home, there's a um a a, a woman who's dressed as uh, dressed to impress. Yes, you know yeah, with a well, with a sparkly. Lacy, sparkly sort of uh, get up and horns. Was De- that she wearing horns? Well, that was the goat wearing horns. Oh right, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh, they just blended into work. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh, and down on all fours on the dance floor. Until then a goat comes and jumps on her back so that then uh, the goat can be fed on the party girl's back. But that's right. The behaviourist in me... Yeah. Positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. reinforcement. Loved it. Loved everything... Well, love just that bit, actually. Yeah, yeah, possibly yeah. it. The rest of it, a little bit odd. There's a, there's a few other parts in the video than the things which you might not be quite as happy with as right. far as behaviours. behaviours. Um, student Tori in my lot, 20, said the experience was fun and therapeutic. They're oh. so friendly and they're just so nice to be around because you can definitely tell they love humans and they are just a lot of fun, she said. Maybe it gives a bit of a massage. Maybe that's why it felt so Maybe. Cool. Maybe yeah. they sit there and dook, 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 yeah. dook, you know? Yeah. Um, they the little tap dance on their back. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had haven't seen if they actually go up on, uh, on all... I got oh, just on oh, the back, back a plate. Dancing, like a rearing horse kind of scenario. Yes. Wow. Yeah, like, like those um, Hungarian horses or the Austrian horse yeah. um, thing. Wow. But yeah, I haven't seen that. No, yeah. Not not quite in this video, but you never know. Are they branching out? Like, do they do a, a dwarf peak or a... Uh, a dwarf um, a capybara or something? Not no? sure, or, uh, uh, or or geckos, yeah, dwarf or dwarf elephant, uh, yeah, gecko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, water buffalo. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, chimpanzees kangaroo, dwarf kangaroo. kangaroo. Yeah, ripped yeah. kangaroos. Dwarf lodger. He just walks in there and just rips off his shirt. Yes, yeah, it just pops the buttons, just flexes, and just and gets on all fours. Yes, that's right. So then baby goat can jump on his back. Now apparently these goats are unfazed by loud music, music, and crowds of people. Oh yeah. Now this is the part that I reckon that's going to your ears up we've been to parties with DJs where there's loud music and I myself was concerned about how they would react to it Pippin fell asleep and was totally calm and chill and fine in that environment and it didn't really seem to hurt their ears or anything like that Oh, didn't seem to didn't seem to didn't think Mm. they were actually lying down because they were uh, giving up frozen Frozen. frozen. I would have thought. scared. Yeah. 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 So, so oh, there great you go. story, mate. So there you like go, great story. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you know, dancing party goats. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, they have got a website there, mate. If anyone wants a dance dwarf goat oh, to their yeah. party, well, um, um, they come to their parties, and uh, they come for it. Costs nearly a hundred dollars an hour to get right. the goats to your party. I mean, Just they're maybe not all. There, maybe they come and do birthday parties and bar mitzvahs and you know right. things like that. Is that does that include the flight from Nigeria or is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and all the aqueous fees. You know, yeah, make sure they're vaccinated. And all that right. sort of stuff. They're yeah, fever free. Maybe I wonder if they, when they're in quarantine, they, they've got to keep on practicing their tricks. You know that the quarantine officers are got to get down on all fours and that the goats, because then otherwise it might they might get loss of revenue. You know yeah. if they bring these goats in, they have forgotten how to wear the sparkly things on their horns and jump That's on the people's a good backs. Point. Yeah, and they they start hating loud music. That's and right, dancing to it. Oh no, they of just freezing. Oh no, down. It'd be terrible. Yeah. They start dancing on all fours. Yeah. <laughs> what have uh, you got mate alright mate I've got a uh, an article this came from Caroline Zambrano now she's a pet journalist yes shout out to Caroline uh, I get some great great articles from her on Facebook so look her up on Facebook Caroline Zambrano press release from Australian Reptile Park now Hugo the Tortoise joins <laughs> Tinder looking for love Oh hello! Hi. Now I hope I hope this doesn't go the same way as the last uh, animal that went on Tinder. Remember Sudan, the southern white rhino? Oh yes, yeah. went on yep. Tinder. Yeah, he's, he's extinct now. He is awkward. Awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, hopefully, hopefully he was Hugo. popular while he lasted. He was well, well popular. Dozens of women have yes. swiped right and matched with the sixty-eight-year-old tortoise. Oh crikey! Aren't they going to get a shock? <laughs> <laughs> Talk he owns about. Owns his own home, you know. <laughs> well, he- talk about purporting to be who you aren't. Yeah, absolutely. You put a picture up that's 10 years younger, well, I'm a tortoise, but they're still swiping on me. This <laughs> is great. She's got to be who you got going to be, mate. Well, well, exactly. Hugo the tortoise has reached sexual maturity and he's ready to settle down. Oh, wow. In a move to find the love of his life, the Australian Reptile Park's resident giant Galapagos tortoise, Hugo, has turned to the world's most popular dating app, Tinder, to find a girlfriend. Wow. As Valentine's Day edges closer and closer uh uh-huh. Hugo, the sixty-eight-year-old Galapagos tortoise, sits wishing, wishing he will one day find the right mate for him to spend the next hundred years with him. Wow, that's some commitment. Wow, that, Gee whiz. That's, uh, now that's something that you get on the eHarmony days. Yeah, oh, yeah, we met on uh, we met on eHarmony, and ah. we've been together for a hundred years. Oh, <laughs> uh, we met in eighteen eighty three. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, we're I still together. Yeah, I, I respond. I responded to a classified ad that was in the <laughs> newspaper in the you know in the in the print, and uh, and and he swiped right on and, me and. Here we are today. Yeah, we've been we've been together ever since. It's beautiful. I love him. And when he gets on all fours, I jump up on his back, <laughs> and then he feeds me a treat. Yeah. It's a little party treat. He's, he's very frozen. <laughs> Doesn't move much. Hugo. It says Hugo likes long walks along the grass, eating sweet potato. Neck scratches and cooling down with a cold shower on a hot day. Nice. <laughs> he's he's beloved by many all over the world, to, but to this day he's not found the one. Right. Staff have positive hopes the venture into Twitter will go well, and with many users already swiping right on the, right on the Galapagos tortoise... Sorry, can, Twitter or Tinder? Sorry, Tinder. But with many users already swiping right on the Galapagos tortoise, he can't wait to find the right companion who enjoys carrots... Yes. Just as much as he does. Right. Very good. Yeah. And now, is he getting any any uh, legitimate people, or are they all just gold diggers? Are well, all funny, just young? Funny you should say that. He has got one. Yeah. A They put it on here from Michelle. Michelle? M-I-Shell. Shell. Yes. Michelle. I, I I saw where that one was going. That's not bad. Michelle. It I says, like it. And it's a photo of another tortoise. It says, Hugo, my love. Oh, nice. And he says, he's of charmer, you're pretty. Want to take a shelfie? <laughs> hey. There you go And then it, the she's gone back Gone You need to be more Pacific Oh A bit of a breed issue Going yeah, on there Yeah okay Yep And he says Although we are turtle strangers I feel our love is shell deep Right So he's had a few replies Well there we he's go had A few replies um, Has you- anyone uh, Has there been any replies From a Rochelle Oh no, no. Ro- Ro- Rochelle? Ro- Rochelle might be the the other the other woman. Um, Michelle and Rochelle. Michelle and Rochelle. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe like Roger having a couple of uh, a couple of ladies on the go at once. <laughs> maybe I wonder if he could handle that. He doesn't oh. move fast. No, but that's all right. You know, if he's got a hundred years, I'm he, sure he could sort of. You know, t- time is with him. Take it very slowly. Now, we've got a profile pick here. Yeah, Hugo the tortoise. Swipe right if I'm your Mister Right. Lifelong bachelor, finally ready to settle down. Don't let my age fool you. I'm young at heart. I like long. Oh, hang on, it's cut off there. I like long. Oh, I'm not sure what he's. <laughs> you know, what is that? We might just move on. What? From what, there. what? What? An edit point. Yeah. Well, whoops. Okay. Makes <laughs> sense. So, if you if you potentially if you've got a a, a Hugo a, another turtle tortoise yes at your house. Hit up here on, on on Tinder. He's looking for love. Nice one. There you go. There might be something in that. Maybe that's something that uh, that dog breeders can use. They can have like yeah, you know, dog breeder Tinder. Yeah, you know, they can swipe left and right so they can try and find a, a mate for their uh, for their dogs when they can try and breed with them. We're onto something here. Yeah. Mate. What would we call it, Dinder. Tinder. Dog Tinder. T- dog t- no. Do- dog t- we Tinder. We need something catchier. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to workshop that. Yeah. Anyone got any emails? Hit us <laughs> up, 2 Vex Talk Pets. Any ideas? We'll give you a small percentage of the profits. Well, not, well, so, so you got Grinder, that's the uh the, the other version of Tinder. No. What's M- uh, mate, Grinder? <laughs> what's, yeah, <laughs> mate, mate, what? Maybe Growler. Uh, yes. Barker? Growler. Barker? Barker. Growler. I like Growler. Barker? Growler? Barker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not not sure. (laughs) Where's this (laughs) gal? Now, now, I've got one other story that I wanted to wanted to bring to the table. Now, um, uh, I don't know. Have you um, Have you seen any uh, good uh, good stories about snakes lately, mate? I have no idea what yeah. you're talking about, no, no, Robbie. No idea. We have, we're have we not allowed to talk we about... We are not allowed to mention snakes on this show. We're not allowed to talk about snakes? Crikey, I, that's a shame. I saw a story about... A no, ca- no. We've been shut down. We've been shut no, down. Snakes, no snakes. Snakes alive. Snakes alive. Sn- snakes we're, we're, dead on this show. Sn- uh, snakes are dead. We are not allowed to talk about dead snakes. No no snakes. Yes, there was a little bit of a brouhaha in the last few weeks. Yes, for those yep. are listening. No Inception snakes. No yeah. snakes. You, know, you, you remember the movie Inception where it was a dream within dream? A dream yes. within dream within dream. We were going to do with, a T-shirt, yes, but we didn't get around to it. The guy taking a photo of the guy picking out the poo on the nature strip of the guy picking out the poo, weren't we? Yes, that's right. Like Macaulay Culkin and Ryan Gosling doing. Yes, that's yes. exactly right. Yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. I maybe, now I know where you're going with the Inception idea on the snake. But we can't talk about no, that. we're not allowed. And that, and that means we can't also talk about the carpet python that was riddled with ticks that now has anemia, but vets are hopeful of recovery. Right. A, a snake at the Currumbin um, uh, Vet Sanctuary, Currumbin well, Kur- Wildlife Hospital just out of the Gold Coast, 500 ticks were removed from its body. 500? 500. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the picture of it? That's a lot of ticks. Show me the and, picture. And it's just, just its head. Ooh. Oh, that's a horny-looking head. That's uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's ticks. That's some real ticky tick tick ticks. Um, wow! And, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't like snakes. Right. So there okay. you go. So no more snakes. No but, more talking about j- snakes. Just, just in case you need some uh, morning tea. Oh, look, 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 oh Christina's look what got here. Christina's passed through the uh, the um, the the little bowl of snakes alive. Snakes alive. The, the there we snakes go. go. For us to enjoy. Fantastic. Nice photo, the rabbit. only snakes that we'll talk about on this podcast. <laughs> There we go. Fantastic. Oh, that's a hot button, Toby. Let's not touch it. All right, quick, get on the disclaimer. All advice on this show is general in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information. But as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we have missed anything or if you need any clarification or if you just like snakes alive. Mm, they're chewy, mate. It's not the best thing to eat while talking into a microphone, I think. And I had to cough too. Sorry, <laughs> mate. left you. That's all right. No, all good. I'm just chewing away. So sorry, listeners. It's a horrible sound. All right. But I'm so I'm thoroughly enjoying my snake. Now, what I wanted to talk about, Lewis, mm-hmm. is I was... Um you know, one morning was uh sitting there doing my uh, my daily duties of uh of cleaning up um after Parker and Melvin and I thought I wonder what the history of cat litter is why do cats use cat litter nice yep yeah sure. I thought this is a, what an what an odd topic yep. you know? I yep. thought yeah why not let's go for it um so and I'm I'm interested to get your yeah, your, I have theories. The, your I have theories. theories on yeah, it I have theories. so now the um the research that I've done on it seems to point to cats wanting to use cat litter as a way um sort of as a two-fold thing. Yeah. one of trying to help to mask where they're um where they've gone to the toilet yep. to try and protect them from predators. Yeah, cover it up. S- cover it up so then that way, you know, something that's bigger and the fu- higher up on the food chain right. doesn't know that they're there, yep. but also so that then the things that are further down on the food chain also don't um don't know that they're there. So to try and cover ah. over so then that way their prey don't know that well hang on. If there's a whole lot of you know, cat or lion poo around here, this probably isn't a really good place to try and set up shop. Yes, yes. Um, so And then the reason why then they like using sand and stuff is that it's easier for them to try and bury it in there. Right. So so the, the theory being that it's uh, to try and help to cover over their tracks so that that way predators don't find them, but also so that then they're not giving away their, uh, their whereabouts. Well, I suppose they might like sand because it's probably hard to cover it with concrete, isn't it? Difficult unless yeah. you unless you've got a, a high vis top and <laughs> and one of those big trucks. Yeah, big trucks. Yeah, yeah. Go, all right. I've done one. Bring it in. Bring beep, it. Beep beep beep. Just dump the concrete there, mate, and, right and on the, top. And then the cat sits in and just covers over the concrete, <laughs> you know, with their paw, just just covers it over, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've often wondered when you are walking out on the footpath and you see the, the concrete and it's got the little cat paws on it. Yes. Maybe that's a cat that's got. hang on, my favourite thing. And then, oh, that's it. No, 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 I think the cat's it. got in there and done it. And then the council's come over and covered it over, and that's the cat just smoothing it oh, off. Oh yeah, just like yeah, just a little trowel. Just over smoothing the top. it off. Just, just troweling it down. That's, Good job, boys. We'll see you again next week. That's a great idea. There you I go. I reckon maybe they like that. What aren't cats originally from the savannah? Yes. From so out in the desert. Desert deserts species. Things. Yep. Lots of sand in the desert. Generally. Yeah, generally, generally speaking. So they're not normally going, ah, uh, look, I'll just cover it with some mud. No, that's because right. Because there's not a lot of mud needs water. Mud's already clumped. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Hard to yeah hard spread so they like sand because they lived in sand maybe yeah I think so So it, it really just seems to be some substrate that is easy for them to be able to bury stuff over yeah. because that's where we say and I'll go into it a little bit again in a little while but of the different types and different consistencies and things it's really just going to be something that the cats can cover over with now one thing that I think I wanted to um, chew uh, chew on you were about is that one of the things that they say is that some of the cats so if you're in a multi-cat household some cats may not actually um bury their uh, their nah. poo and wee because then they want to mark that as their territory and that the subordinate cats are then the ones that will then cover it over i know hot button Do- topic y- y- then from y- y- last y- y- week you're bringing up the dominance theory on covering poo mate yes the, so the, 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 the dominance dom- so between two individuals yep aggressive Oh over no! no, no. The poo. Well, so not being aggressive over the poo, but trying to dominate that resource of saying that this is mine. So I'm going to leave it open so you can smell my poo and my wee, wow. rather than covering it over. Well, we come back to the dominance yes. definition. Let's mate? come back to the definitions between two individuals potentially. Yes. Yep. Is it aggressive or submissive? No. Uh, well, if if one's one covering cat's o- not rolling over, yeah, if if one cat's covering it over, would that be seen well, it's as being just a, a cat mis- covering poo? So that's just a that's a, so it's it's got to be an actual behaviour that the animal shows. Well, it's an interaction between the individuals. Yeah, right. So they're not actually interacting, are they? Uh, no, no, from a distance, and one individual might not even be there. So as long as the dominant cat isn't sitting there and pointing out, say so you got to cover that over. Well, because as long as he's not going, to, and then yeah. leaving it out, going, to, check that out, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, check that out. And I'm not sure that, that, that I don't think there's a lot of theory behind leaving it open as to sort of say you my 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 stuff don't stink, mate. Check me out, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the ripped kangaroo in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah. I don't think there's a, there's just a, I think some cats just don't like covering it up. Yeah, you yeah, know, they just don't want to. It, it can't be related to the litter. Yes, sometimes it can. be be a sign often behaviorally I'll ask owners does your cat cover uh, cover up their uh, the, the poo and, and wee With more litter And if they don't Sometimes an indication They're not actually Like the litter The feel of the litter Between their toes Yes yeah. Um, especially if they've done it before And you've changed litter And now they're not doing it Yeah um, I don't really I don't know That, that there's any Sort of link With a, a kind of Hierarchical thing And I think that's Again mate Another big myth Myth Yeah You've just blown up there I, I thought the same I thought that it sounds A little bit sort of um, Screwy in that That if you still had Like so If you were going to go through that theory, you know, and again, as that being the being the uh, the basis for why these cats are doing it, if you picture that you are out on the savannah and that you've got your one dominant cat that's sitting here saying, okay, everybody, I'm just going to leave my poo just right on the top here yeah. so that you can all smell it. Including all of the prey animals yeah. that we're trying to help to sneak up on, I think that sort of doesn't really work. Yeah, well, very I think. Much. I mean, if we perhaps go from go from a human perspective, I mean, often, mate, I you know, I'll often do something. they talk I just won't flush. I think just to show. <laughs> just there to you show, go, girls. I am the dominant male in this house. Check this out. You know, yeah, yeah, and it, Deb says, "Yeah, no, that ain't you, gonna fly." You're a dirt bag and filthy. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're a dirty human. Oh. Ruben's doing a Cheers. bit of singing comments in the background, mate. Com- com- comments from the uh, from the background. That is attention seeking <laughs> behaviour, right yeah, there. That is t- <laughs> <laughs> right. Go and hop out, mate. Go and hop out. And I'll give you some chocolate later on, okay? Yeah, do you go want some chocolate? Go, hop out. There you go. Yeah, yeah, Lewis you take this. Yeah, take take and some of it that, Camille. Yeah, go and give some to Camille. Don't eat it all yourself. Don't eat it all. Only sure, half sure, of it. Make sure Mummy's there, keeping an eye on you too. What did we cover? Yeah, chocolate has got any allergies, as you mate. Yeah yeah to, to the little uh, candy bit on the yeah, outside of them. M&M. It's all nuts, nuts <laughs> raisins, chocolate. chocolates. Yeah, there you go. Maybe fine. fine. <laughs> yeah, as long as he eats the packet we're okay. It's fructose free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic, <laughs> you beauty. Um so, so then I um, so uh, so now would you believe that litter boxes actually have their own Wikipedia page. What? Yeah. Do we have a Wikipedia page? We don't have a Wikipedia so page. We have uh, we are usurped by basically a toilet for a cat. Exactly. Yes. Wow. So, 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 uh, litter box has its own uh, own uh, Wikipedia page. Now, when we when it gets down to talking about types of litter box filler, this is what I'm you know, at, at half past twelve last night, where I'm going right. through my falling down the rabbit hole again. Yeah. So, in the US, cat litter is a two billion dollar industry, oh. consuming five billion pounds of mined clay annually mined clay clay from a mine so that I th- and then there's a little link there and i thought i'm going to chase that link wow. up and see where it's going where so do they this- get the clay from so, so savannah thi- <laughs> yeah, yeah no, <laughs> so this is a um this is a post from um from the from the washington post um from a, a little while ago i think it was a couple of years ago um called um how kitty litter went from a happy accident to a two billion dollar industry a happy accident. I'm so, intrigued. So in this is from 2015, February the 2nd, 2015. Daniel A. Gross was the author. Kitty litter turned 68 in January. So now that would make it 71. What, happy birthday. Um, so that's, uh, they're talking about how many is it? Um, long enough for one man's accidental invention to become a $2 billion industry. So what happened was um, when World War II ended, a man, a man named Edward... L- Lowe, returned from military duty and went to work for his father in South Bend, Indiana. The pair sold bulk shipments of sand, sawdust and clay to heavy industries in the area. According to an archivist named Heidi Connor, who recently managed Lowe's papers, local companies such as Whirlpool originally used sawdust to soak up oil spills. The risk of fire made clay a preferred replacement. So, companies using oil, they use sawdust to try and clean clean it up. up. Oil and sawdust both flammable not a great idea right. so they used clay yes. in order to try and mop up these yes. liquid kinds yes. of things now um and then they found that they brought in some cats. Yes. And the, the, the cats would cover the oil with clay. With clay. And they, they didn't need a job anymore. Maybe. 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 Is that where it came? Not the link? covered in this article, but, bit, but that might have been in a follow-up article. Or maybe he had some oil spilt in his garage. Yes. And he's put down the clay. Yep. And he's looked away and the dominant cats come in and go, Hey! Bang, you check out that. You're pretty darn close. Right. So what right. happened, right? So oh. so 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 the guy's dad was very uh, loyal. The cat the the, the guy's dad Thanks, was Ruben. very was very loyal to one particular mine, okay? That yes. was producing the clay. But then another guy dropped off a sample and his dad said, "Nah, don't want it. Stick it in the stick it in the garage." And so oh. basically what happened was that um, the uh, so the cats then, so they've got this, this stuff there and they've gone, hang on, we need something for the cat to try and go to the toilet in. So they let it down and the cat went to the toilet in there. So uh, so where are we? Um, it would make incense, uh, uh, any good for absorbance for pets waste. So pet owners, uh, so this was at the time when people were starting to bring their cats indoors after the Second oh, World War. I was going to say, what did they huh? use before, the 71 so, years ago? So um, the problem was that, f- that, so previously they used sand, but sand released a fine silica dust and it tended to track paw prints all over the house. Right, so the cats yep. would use the sand and then leave little yep, cat wee pooey paw, paw prints like everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Lowe suggested that she, um, that they test out a sample material that they had in storage. It was made of Fuller's, Fuller's Earth which is useful for its positively charged crystal structure. Oh. Because positive ions attract water, the clay can absorb large quantities of cat waste Ah. while controlling odours. Ah, and the clumping came. So, he started to go out, so he launched the brand Kitty Litter to harness his surprise finding. At first, he was giving out samples of cat shows and farms and garden stores. And then, he started to make a fair bit of money. Wow, $6 billion. A cat litter arms race ensued. Lowe expanded his research and development budget to $4 million. So that's some serious money back then in hopes of producing a litter that was highly absorbent, low in odour and light in weight. To this end, he even built a custom research facility with professional litter sniffers and he began referring to his conference room as (laughs) the war room. Litter sniffers? Litter sniffers. Are they cats or or actual people? I think they were people to determine whether or not once the litter was used, was the odour... You know, um, ridiculously unpleasant or pleasantly unpleasant. Well, so clearly, uh, if we look at it that way, he was clearly the dominant person in that organisation because he was proffering his, the, 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 the stools. Come and, smell come this. and sniff the, s- my s- the cat's stool. The cat's stool. My cat stool. My cat stool.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> would
1: you like a pay rise? Yeah. You do not deserve you, it. You do not deserve it. You have not sniffed hard enough I control the resources. <laughs> wow, now, now, this so is great. So... Th- so, uh... Let's see. According to American Pet Products Association, there are 95 million pet cats in America. That's three times the cat population in 1970, which helps explain why huge multinationals have been drawn to the litter market. Pet products are a growing industry, and those millions of cats require a lot of clay. Using statistics from the U.S. Geological Survey, it's possible to figure out exactly how much. In 2012, 2.4 million tons of clay were used to make pet litter. That's wow. enough to fill 180 thousand dump trucks. Wowzers, That's a lot. Now that doesn't the, include the other litters, does it? Like the, the no. shredded but the paper sort of no. ones and the And this is where the problem comes in Lewis. The clays that become cat litter are extracted from open pit mines in eleven states. The portion of cat that becomes litter has a short lifespan. Although extracted as a virgin material, the litter soon ends up back well, in the well, ground. Well, a virgin material does that mean it's untouched by cat poop? Correct. Is that what we're saying? But very soon it is no longer virginal cat uh, uh, soil. Yes. It becomes soiled once it enters the home. Yes, it is. Uh, it's uh, it's no longer suitable for the. Uh, For, yes, Nirvana. That's right, yes. yes. The the soil becomes soiled. Right. So it ends up back in the ground. The producers recommend throwing used litter away because flushing can cause plumbing problems and spread parasites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Don't put clay in your toilets. Yeah, tick. (laughs) It might block them. Mm, Thanks for that. Is that on Wikipedia? Uh, no, no. This is this is on. Huff- oh. There's a Washington Post. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So, in principle, cat litter is largely made of dirt, so this shouldn't be especially harmful. But modern litters include chemical scents, clumping agents, and anti-dust sprays, including PTFE, a plasti- plastic better known as Teflon. Teflon. Teflon cat litter stick don't. Uh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was don't close. Don't stick. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> It lands and it slips straight off. Yeah! Wow. There you go. That's fantastic. So that'd be hard to bury though, because it keeps going. Just just keeps popping back out, resurrecting. So the biggest issue here, obviously, is that right. So all of that poo and all of that used cat litter all ends up back in landfill. So so the problem there is, you know, and I think so. What I use for my cats, and I'm interested to find out what you use for Olive, is I use the recycled paper um, paper pellets because um, it's. So it's made from recycled paper. The cats still seem to dig it, again. and it's what we use at the at the at the work at work yep. as well. Yep. Um. And okay, while it doesn't clump, you can still scoop the poo out pretty easily. You can still coo- yep. uh, scoop the wee out pretty easily. Yep. And if you can put that into a uh, into a paper bag, then that is going to break down because yep. it's all just biodegradable. Yeah. Well, our housemate we, we we're all ecologically sound. She she actually uses the, the porcelain. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, just up there. She just jumps in there. Yeah, yep. Just. you, know, uh, do, yep. you, you got it to flush yet as well? well no, because she's the dominant cat. <laughs> <laughs> she and she leaves it uncovered for you guys. That's right. She she does not flush. Does, does she then hiss at you when you're in there having a crack at it, <laughs> or even with the door closed? Do you try and reduce that resolution, yeah, you know, that conflict, by shutting the door? And she just puts her paw on and goes. Well sometimes sometimes if I do forget to flush, yep. she comes and finds me and drags me back to look at it and go, Hey look you, at you, that. Look look what you did. You are not the dominant one. No, you get your hand on there and you flush that bad boy, then I'm gonna jump on there and do it and I'm just gonna leave it there. Yes. Yeah, because right. I'm the dominant. That's what I do. That's, what I <laughs> that's do. the way I roll. And if you wanna know why we're talking so much about dominance and laughing, you need to listen to the last two episodes. Yes. It's all a myth. Absolutely, particularly in cats. Fantastic, mate, so, and and there are so many different ones. There are there are silica based ones. There's um there's ones. I even found pictures of ones that change colour with different pHs of urine. Wow, you know which. So you know it, if they've got a UTI, a urinary tract infection, or not? Is that the idea? But even then, you know, I mean, you can still have cats that have got a high pH even if they don't have a UTI, it's that that's the thing. It's there to try and be indicative. I've got a thought, mate. What's your thought? I've got a patent pending for us. Nice kitty litter that changes colour with glucose. There you go. Now there you go. Early diabetic diagnosis and monitoring. Well, I have done that before. If I've got um, owners that um, like, so cats sometimes wee whenever they're coming into the clinic, and I can't get a wee sample from yes. them. Or the cats get really stressed. before I, I started, because I've started using those diabetic monitors yep. that we talked about in yep. dogs ages ago, I've yep. started putting them on yep. some the cats Libra. as well. Yeah. Um, so what I get owners to do is to put some glucose monitors in the litter tray yep. and hope right. that at some stage the cat will go and wee on one of them. So then that way they can have they a look know. and see what's going on in well, there. If it, it doesn't matter what litter you use. Apparently, you can just add a bit of water, put it in a plastic bag, add a bit of water, and then test the water. Oh, really? And that'll tell you if there's glucose in the wheel or not for your monitoring. Wow! Yeah, I looked at one in a recent conference. Oh, nice! It's the litter that actually changes. Nice. That, what do you think, mate? I reckon it's great. Like that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And then you know, okay, it's a bit high today. It's a plus four glucose. Let's give it a little bit more insulin. Might need to adjust the insulin dose. We're onto something, mate. There you go. Forget your yeah. semi-major gig in the latest Marvel production that's coming up Ooh, the spies in disguise spies in disguise yeah yeah i reckon i reckon we're onto the, onto something here all right mate i want to move on to mailbag mailbag, we've, we've yes. got a mailbag this week from um well we better not say the owner's name i don't think we've got permission to say their name but a a, a, a Can we call, call her miss g miss g miss g good. yes miss g and her cat miss uh mr h mr h he's got one eye Yes. One eye, right. You know you know, Mr. H? Yeah, he's a, he's a fabulous cat. Oh, okay. So he's a four-year-old, neutered male, ginger, uh, domestic, long hair. he will yep. change that bit. No one <laughs> guess that. Uh, so I've also got, so um, her question is, Dear Lewis and Robbie, I've got a 13-month-old daughter who is close to walking. She loves Mr. H, and I'm not sure Mr. H loves her. If he's sitting on his chair on the couch, she will crawl over to him pull herself up to try and pat him while babbling excitedly. I can tell Mr. H isn't too happy about this as he will tense up and he's batted his paw at her a few times. I've tried sitting with Mr. H and patting and reassuring while she's trying to pat him, but doesn't seem to make a difference. If H is on the ground and she crawls up to him, he will generally run away too. Could you please offer some advice on how to best socialise Mr. H and our daughter? Thank you so much, Mrs. G. Now... We got this on email, mate, and you actually replied. I didn't had you? a little crack at it because yeah. uh, because it was going to be a little while before we recorded, and before we were going to uh, be able to answer. So I thought I'd um, quickly stick out a uh, a quick response to to Mrs G, and I just wanted, you know, I was, I'm interested to see Lewis what you thought of my response. Whether right you thought oh. it was adequate or not. Righto. Oh. Well, let's let's critique it. Shall yes, we, mate? let's absolutely. go through it. So, hi Mrs G, Happy New Year. I feel for you. It sounds <laughs> it's just like just well, I read that bit. It sounds like just like me, and my kids, especially Ruben. <laughs> Who's here right now? I want to hear his name. <laughs> with one of my, one of my cats, Parker would always leave whenever the kids came near. Things did get better once the kids got older, and I think that's a good point. Often, as as they get older and move out of that toddler phase, yep. um, cats often are a little bit more tolerant. Certainly with my girls, yeah, Ollie's more tolerant, particularly of April as as um, as, as she's got older. Yeah, and now they get along really well. Uh, And then you've said, but that doesn't really help you right now, which is a great, (laughs) great point. So you said, I'll run through a couple of things that might help now and we'll answer your question in full the next time we record. Which is now. It is now. Here we are. So controlled exposure and highly valued treats. Love it, mate. I'm learning, You've Lewis. been listening. you have been, been listening. listening. Oh, there's a paragraph I missed out here. Um, what is it? Uh, oh, I really love working with Lewis and I realise he's the funniest one. <laughs> that, oh. that, that's right. Thanks, mate. Uh, I, 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 it, I was worried you weren't going to read that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm glad, I'm glad you it. went back. Yeah, yeah. I had that bit highlighted. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, when your daughter is playing near uh, H but not trying to play with him, give H some food that he really likes. Diet doesn't Diet doesn't count with behaviour training. Love it. That's it, yes. mate. So Henry approaches. Uh, sorry, the 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 daughter is out playing nearby. Give Henry something really, really. Oh, did I say a name? Harry, Mr. Oh. H. That's what it to be. Yep. Uh, give give uh, H something that um that he really enjoys. You know, it might be some tuna. It yep. Might be some prawns. And then um and 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 having something really good whenever your toddler's around. Uh, you could you talk a little bit about some desensitization then where you're moving the food and the, the cat closer to the daughter yep. and that may work quite well, but some cats that doesn't perhaps work as well yep. um, in that can take a lot of time to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, And if you've got a granddaughter, you know, you probably the last thing you're worried about is trying to watch the cat so much. Yeah. But if you've got a few people, you can sort of try doing that. Um, You talk about um, the ability for him to get away. And I think that's really, really important. That's something that I certainly, when I... Jotted down some some replies. He's, he's providing him some some areas to escape to elevated areas. You know? yep. maybe a large cat cat tree with a nice bed on the top of it that he can watch what's going on. Yes, yeah. And he doesn't not force to interact. With, yeah, with with, with, the, with the daughter at all. So I call it a, a room with a view. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kind, yep. of, kind of, sort of sort of scenario. You know, uh, and allowing him um, his own space to retreat to is really important. That he can get away when he wants to. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it might be another room with like a cat door on it. Yep, or a cat. Or even in front of the door is like a um, a baby's play gate. Yeah, that's what we use. We use the the, the kitty gates um, in the in the laundry, so the cats knew that they could get in there as much as for Rosie as well as the kids. Right, that yes. the cats could get away in there Some and space. know that their that their toilet. Food, water, beds, we're in there and protected. Exactly, exactly. It might make it like a happy space that they can go yep. to, they feel comfortable and so it does may uh, yeah, often people might say, Well, that's a laundry. Yeah. But it may not be the best spot the cat wants to go to. So you might need two areas. One area is a relaxation area, like your yep. bedroom or the your bedroom. Yep. And then the other area is the toileting, you know, food sort of sort of yep. scenario. So um uh, yep. The the favourite food, I love that. And what else have you got here, mate? Uh uh, highly valued food when the daughter's near. That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, using something to help relax H might make him more likely to come closer to your daughter while you're trying to feed him the highly valued food. And you brought up, what did you bring up, mate? Zilkeen. Yes, love it. Love it. Big support of the show. So some Zilkeen certainly might help. So um, giving that maybe some Feliway. Yep, yep. So Feliway is a pheromone that comes in as a a plug-in diffuser or a spray. Yep. Can help with calming much the same way that Zilkin can. So one or both of those will help. And you have sort of mentioned, and I mentioned this as well, is if things sort of seem to... um, Seem to not be going in the right direction, come visit us and we might talk about perhaps a little bit more medication. Yeah, it's going to help the anxiety, help help Mr. H's anxiety, and yeah, and settle him down um, a, a little bit more. I guess as well, the one thing that you didn't mention, mate, yep. that I really, really need, I'm just looking through, I don't think you mentioned is supervision, safety, separation. Oh, there you go, really, that's really important. S's. She's yep. probably already doing that, yeah, yeah. But you know, if uh, if your daughter's out, uh, granddaughter's out crawling around is you and your cat's out, Mr. H is out, you need to be there, yep. supervise in the situation, or if you're not, the phone rings or you go and do something in the kitchen, whatever it might be, maybe uh, something outside, you need to put Mr. H in a safe, secure area yep. so that that incident where we're approaching us and we get cornered on the couch, yeah, okay. claws come out, you know, people get injured. Scratchy, upset. scratchy, doesn't happen. Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. So, yep. so supervision or, or, or uh, active supervision yep. within an arm's length of the cat and the, the, the granddaughter at all times and or um, or separation. Yeah, right. Now, you did mention... I uh, was uh, just trying to find out... Uh, there was something else you mentioned, mate. Do you remember? Was there anything else... That you brought up. Oh, would that be, be the, useful? the the thing about the uh, about the book? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Lewis would probably want me to plug his book. <laughs> but yes, Lewis would probably want me to plug his book. Something about cats and telling them you're pregnant, or something like that. <laughs> I think I've heard him mention something about it on the pod once or twice or three hundred times. Yes, I'm not sure. <laughs> little backhand there, mate. But why not? Let's, let's, well, this book's certainly good, um, and she does say she's used it. I think, which is great. She's yes. got the book, found it really helpful when um, when her granddaughter was a baby. Yeah. But you're right. It is it is more for uh, up to babies, and once they become toddlers and they start sort of uh, crawling up around, and moving around, yeah, things can change a little bit. So certainly, yep. If you if you've got a new expecting a new baby, you've got some cats around, you want to best prepare them. Yeah. For the pending arrival, um, certainly check out my book. There you go. So you are your, cat, your pregnant Essential guide for cat owners who are expecting a baby. Thanks there you to the go, park. Robbie. There you go. Ages. There you go. You Thanks, know, right? and I didn't even pay for An- that. another spike in uh, another spike in book sales. Bang! Not there quite you go. a semi uh, semi talented uh, spike that you're going to. Yeah, get the, the semi major role. Yeah, semi major role. You got yeah. coming. <laughs> the spies disguise. The, the spies me. What is it? it's spies in disguise. Spies in disguise. Yes. It does have. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> All righty. Fantastic. All right, mate. I think we're all done, aren't oh, th- we? Well, oh, thanks for that, Miss G. Um, Hopefully that helps you out with uh, with your little one and with uh, good old Mr. H. And if uh, you got any other... Oh, That's a thank that, from Ruben. Yeah. Thank you, Ruben. Here we go. That's all right. <laughs> and he's appreciative too. he have got some listeners today. He loves it's, it. It's yep. almost an open-air broadcast, per- perfor- really. Performing in front of an audience. There we go. Yeah, he's yeah. come back. Here he goes. You've rewarded the attention. Quickly say so. Thank you for listening you want to say something to you? You? Hi. There you oh go. there right. we go. Hey, and thank you for listening. Yep. Yeah. So, if anyone's got any other questions or anything like that they want to pose to us, you can send it to us on to uh, at uh, email twovetstalkpets at gmail uh, Hit us up on Instagram on Facebook as well. Um, we love uh, hearing your comments. We love uh, we love seeing your uh, five star reviews on. Uh, we're getting a few on Facebook too now yes. as well. Yeah, getting really some reviews in. on Facebook that's as great. well, and they're not just my dad and your mum and no, yeah, that's yeah. right, and, and our wives. There are other Ones. That's right. There's actual other people, people we actual don't actual know, actual listeners. actual listeners. So thank you, thank you very much, actual listeners. Yeah, and you're obviously subscribing and listening, and you're giving us the five stars reviews. I think we even made the top hundred in in natural sciences in the USA, mate. The wow, there you I go. I the chart. We got a big big alert on the email that, but ching, fantastic, one hundred. We're there. We're in the we in, in the big show. We're in the game. Exactly. And speaking in the game, we've got some uh, some potential. Uh, Big interviews coming up. Some yes. celebrity interviews coming up. Uh, we're just in the process of some deep negotiations, yes. aren't we? We we are. The the, the, the negotiations are. uh our people are talking to their people, That's who are right. talking to some other people, and, and yeah, and Robbie's getting on his hands and knees and just waiting for the for them to jump on his back for the baby goat to jump on my <laughs> <the> back. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, check us out on Patreon as well, guys, and uh, and if you've got any topics that you want us to cover, let us know yeah. because uh, we love hearing from you. Yeah, or I topics love that. You. Oh. Or topics that you don't want us to cover in the future, maybe. Yeah. If you think we talk too much about rubbish, Yeah, tell us. We're That's fine. That. Unless That's you're fine. Lewis's dad, because we know that he thinks we talk about too much with rubbish. Well, speaking we of well, my dad, it is going too long. So let's yeah. finish up, mate. Excellent. All right. Good on you, everybody. Peace out.
0: See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter,